Welcome listeners to Let's Talk America Radio. On this episode, we are going to highlight key information that may be relevant to you or someone you love. We are putting the spotlight on COVID-19. Well, many of us have heard about the physical dangers, of course, of the virus, from heavy breathing, fevers, some gastro issues. We've heard it all by now with the widespread uh, media reporting. But there's another side, perhaps, to it that many have not thought about, and it's talking about the physical and emotional abuse that has been increased, many believe, since COVID and many people. People have been quarantined or not going out and about as usual. And right now we have a friend of this show. He's been on before talking about different topics. He's back on with us, board-certified plastic surgeon. Of course, he's a medical doctor, talking about Dr. Benjamin Stong out of Atlanta, Georgia. Doctor, welcome back to our program. Thanks, Shannon, for having me. Okay, honored to have you back on. Uh, We are talking about a topic that makes many people uncomfortable, um, but I think we have been fair in our reporting um, that we have talked about uh, COVID and different effects of it, but we haven't really touched on uh, domestic violence. And I know you recently wrote an eye-opening, groundbreaking article um, about domestic violence. Talk with us about why you wrote it, what motivated you, and what can we all take away from this very delicate topic that's probably much more common than we are willing to admit, doctor. Oh, truly, it is a delicate topic, and it is way more common than anybody wants to admit. Um, but it, it's something that we've uh, always, like, uh, had our eye on, you know, since I started my practice uh, as a, a soft spot to, you know, try and help people. Um, uh, you know, domestic violence has a, you know, is a, it, before the, the pandemic was a, it had an extremely uh, high um, uh, rate and uh, it's only gotten worse over the past year because you know people are stuck at home they they're not working or going into offices at least that's what I mean to say um, and uh, they they have nowhere to go they you know it's not easy to just go somewhere else to you know get help or you know protection and or the, or even and even or the shelters um, so um, they're there's, there's limited options out for them to escape their, you know, abusers. Wow. I mean, and, and that's something I think many of us have not um, really chosen to look at, right, because quarantining, of course, it was an emergency situation for so many people to quarantine, pulling our children out of school for the most part. There's some that are, you know, slowly going back now. Um, but it, it is a, like you said, something far more common than we would not want to recognize, but we have to recognize it to solve so many of the issues going on out there. I would imagine as a plastic surgeon, and you helped me out, that you have probably seen your share of individuals who've had um, to come to you or chose to come to you um, getting some cosmetic, I would imagine, work done due to perhaps being in an abusive, traumatic relationship? Yeah, and a lot of them, you know, don't necessarily seek it out right away because they're embarrassed. Um, they're embarrassed to talk about it with, you know, other people, including their own doctors. Um, but, uh, you know, once people are in a safe place and, and uh, have, um, you know, uh, <laughs> They've, they, their, their, their children, their family are all in a safe place, then they, they may be willing to go out there and, and talk about it with somebody and, like, look to do something about it. But, yeah, it's usually scars and, and uh, maybe even twisted noses that people are looking uh, wow. to get fixed. You know, and, and obviously as a plastic surgeon, I'm sure some of your motivation was seeing some of these men and women who have suffered from it. But 
what inspired the timing of your article? I mean, I mean, was it just really thinking about everything going on? Because it's a different approach when so many people are thinking about the virus and the other part of the schooling and the psychological part for children. Um, but I, I think it's very wise and clever to really highlight another issue that's going on that I want to point out does impact children because many people have kids, right, Dr. Song, that are sitting in these homes, and when things have been worsened or heightened, um, because, like you say, the plague has always been there, but due to the situation of not leaving the home as much, it perhaps worsened in so many different households that were already experiencing it, these children are also being impacted, right? Well, yeah, I mean, almost so. The, the, the children are the biggest losers. Um, I mean, there's many emotional consequences that go along, even if they're not being abused um, with, you know, seeing a parent be hurt or, you know, abused. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what necessarily motivated me to, to, uh, to contribute to that article, but, um, you know, it was something that popped up on my radar and uh, I was able to, you know, speak intelligently on and, and, and try and, like, you know, get the information out there based on, like, things, you know, statistics and uh, that I had been reading or, you know, things that yeah. I've been, you know, seeing or hearing. Yeah. I, I want to bring up a part. You brought up the E word. You said emotional abuse, and you were saying that even if these kids are not being physically abused, if they're watching their mother or father um, being abused in the home, but there's an emotional scar to it. Talk to us about the emotional abuse that can happen in relationships, because I, I suspect there may be someone listening in right now, and they're saying, okay, Dr. Stone's giving some great advice, um, but that's not my situation, right? I, 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 they may be thinking of the very famous movie that Farrah Fawcett did many years ago that she got critically acclaimed for, where they're thinking of um, a physical abuse. And I think when people say domestic abuse, that's what they go to. But, you know, Dr. Stone, is there another side to domestic abuse? Is it, can it be emotional abuse going on, mental games? I mean, mental manipulation? Or, I mean, and, and I'm just um, imagining and guessing that can do just as much damage, um, maybe not on the physical front, but mentally and long term, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think emotional abuse is equally as damaging as physical abuse, pretty much. Um, you know, it may not leave a, a, a physical scar that other people can see out there, but it definitely can, like, take you know, an emo- you know, to, um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, create an emotional scar that can be there present for, for the lifetime of the person and they, you know, need counseling and other, you know, things such as, uh, uh, you know, counseling and, and uh, um, other, you know, rehabilitative stuff yeah. um, in order to uh, get over it. And, and so, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's no, and then the, the effects that they go downstream to the children. Um, uh, you know, the children are very innocent, you know, beings, and, and they don't, they, you know, they don't necessarily deserve to be around that type of situation. Right. But they're forced to be there because they have no other options. And uh, um, their their parents are uh, um, yeah, trying to, yeah. to help take care of them and, and raise them in a, in a nice environment, but there's nothing that, uh, you know, that they can do about it. Yeah, and and you are listening to Let's Talk America Radio. I am Shana Thornton on Air Talent, executive producer. We are speaking right now with the one and only Dr. Benjamin Stong. He's a board-certified medical doctor. He's a plastic surgeon out of the Atlanta area. Um, for those that are listening, and, and obviously you're a medical doctor and, and you have, have – 
treated patients who've come in, perhaps seeking the cosmetic resolution to um, the physical abuse of a domestic violence situation. But are, is there anything that stands out to you as a human being, as a physician, um, as someone in the community with their own family yourself that may be warning signs for people if they're not quite sure if they're in an unhealthy, abusive situation? Because, you know, so many times we hear that word tossed around, as I mentioned before, Dr. Strong, but, you know, they're saying, well, that's not me, that's not me. I think we say it and we make an assumption that people understand what it is, but anything quick, any practical common sense approach or that you would advise men and women of all ages, maybe there's a 17-year-old listening to us now who's getting into dating or if there's someone that's uh, 55 years old or, and they're in a marriage already, anything they should be looking for that may say, this may not be the healthiest relationship for me? Well, I think any, anything physical, you know, in nature is, is, is you know, completely unacceptable. Um, you know, a lot of people, pa- you know, pacify, um, you know, somebody touching them as okay, and it's just not okay. It's never okay to lay your hands on somebody else. Um, and then people being just being cruel to you, uh, you know, trying to tear you down, trying to like, um, you know, uh, objectify you, um, and uh, um, is 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 are you know the sort of immediate signs of 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 emotional abuse. Yeah, yeah, so true. I mean, if if you're really not being valued, would that be fair to contribute to the great explanation you just said? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. your value you have a lot of value to 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 the relationship and 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 the home structure. And uh yeah, if you're not being valued, you, that's that's something that um is is a sign of emo- of domestic violence. You know, Dr. Strong, but so we are in the midst of this, and I don't need to tell um, anyone, especially a doctor, um, that COVID-19 has caused a lot of havoc um, around the globe, and we're in the U.S., you and I both are American citizens, so we're talking about it right now on this episode of Let's Talk America Radio. So what do they do? If someone's saying, hey, that sounds like me, with the physical abuse is describing, the emotional abuse, but then it's it's COVID-19, and you know and I know um, the numbers look very shaky in many, many states. I mean, hospitalizations may be up, there may be a slide back down, but now we have a new variant. Um, if it's not the one from the U.K., it's the one from South Africa, and the United States has variants themselves that are not completely understood. Uh, what should a, a man or a woman do that finds himself in that situation? Because I would imagine that becomes the complicated part, Right. Well, absolutely. I mean, exposing yourself to others anytime you share space with another person who's not, you know, not in your inner circle, you're exposing you to a much higher risk of uh, contracting COVID-19. Um, uh, I, you know, I think I think that risk is is I don't want to minimize it and say lower, but you know, if you're in a physically you know abusive relationship, you need to get out of that almost no matter what, um, and call your domestic violence shelters. They're going to have suggestions and options for you um there's both county shelters or state shelters um and and try and figure out the best way to get you and your family safe um but uh yeah outside of that you know there's there's you you can ask family and friends for help too um get away for a little bit but i I don't think that uh, uh there's no no magic bullet solution yeah and certainly you're so right, um, Dr. Strong, for pointing out, use those resources that are out in the communities. Um, they are ones mm-hmm. that are local. If someone's saying they're not aware of it, um, obviously, you know, if they go into their favorite search engine and look up domestic violence advocacy or help, they are in every state. And uh, those 
experts provide great advice. And for family and friends that may be listening to a song that say, well, I want to do something, I think obviously have a, a, a strategic plan in doing it. And do utilize those resources in law enforcement, right? Because you certainly don't want to take a, a very delicate situation um, and, and somehow not that someone would make it worse, but making sure it's approached in a manner that may be best suited by those who work with it constantly, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, if you feel like you have to get law enforcement involved, then you're in a bad situation by definition. Okay. So, yeah. um, I mean, get out of it uh, immediately. Get you know, get to someplace safe. Get your children safe, um, and then look at you know the legality behind it, um, and then you'll make those decisions you know from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a great conversation. Uh, Dr. Benjamin Stong, of course, board-certified plastic surgeon out of Atlanta, Georgia. Before you leave us, I want to transition still to COVID, but I want to talk about the vaccinations. As you know, uh, there have been some Americans that have been vaccinated, not to the amount or the degree that many of the experts say that we need to, but uh, the supplies are coming in. Um, Things may be looking better logistically, but we'll just have to see in terms of that. But regardless of if the supply goes up, which many governors have expressed, or concern about, there are those out there, I don't know if you have patients like that, but who have some uh, hesitancy, have some doubt um, with the vaccine. And, and, you know, as a physician, what would be your advice on that? I mean, and, and I don't want to wash that down and dismiss it because there are some valid reasons why some people have some concerns. Um, but when I just think of the severity and the seriousness of this virus, doctor, I'm just thinking, but what will the solution be if, if it's not the vaccine? And us wearing our mask and, and social distancing. Well, I mean, I, I think on a baseline, you know, until further notice, social mask, you know, social distancing and masking is is extremely important going forward. Whether or not you have had the vaccine, it's it's about doing for others as opposed to doing for yourself. But all that being said, I got my second dose this past Thursday. Oh, congrats! Uh, both, both, thank you, uh, both with the first and the second dose. I had minimal side effects. I think the first one I, I had, uh, you know, decreased energy for about two or three days oh, okay. uh, it, with the associated known arm pain. And then the second dose okay. this past Thursday, I had arm pain with no uh, systemic side effects at all. Oh. Um, I took the Moderna vaccine. Okay. It's extraordinarily safe. I've looked into this over and over and over again. Okay. Good. I had, I, you know, I've had to talk to my staff and convince them that, you know, that they need to be getting the vaccinations. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I I don't know of any real scientific okay. articles or articles out there that, that have yeah. merit that, 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 that can really dissuade you from doing it. Yeah. And as far as, like, when you should do it, as soon as you're offered the vaccine or okay. you're eligible for the vaccine, Take I would advantage. highly recommend getting it. Yeah, great, great points, and you're right. I'm not aware of any legitimate research that doubts it. I think so much of it is cultural or psychological, Um, and as you know, uh, millions of Americans have been quarantined, or in 2020, we did not necessarily get out as we were familiar with, and I think people talk to their reading, and usually, doctor, that would be a wonderful thing, but I think you know just as well as I do, if not better, being a physician, um, that there's Mm -hmm. a lot of content out there that is not valid, um, but it somehow finds its way on different outlets. I'm not going to call any out because I think all all of the outlets and all the platforms can have that material. Um, But people sort of dived into this. And you know just as well as I do that there was 
a growing, I, I don't, I'm not going to say massive because I don't believe it was massive, but a growing anti-vaccine, um, I don't want to say movement, if you will, but a, a sort of thread that was moving its way throughout society as time went on. And so that's there. But as we confront this virus that now has, has killed, tragically, nearly 500,000 Americans in a rather short time, we, we have to all, to some degree, and, and this is what's great about the United States of America, we do have choices, but at some point, um, a lot of us, would you say, will need to come to a conclusion that we need to get vaccinated to really get our society back as healthy as possible, right? And I put emphasis on possible. 100%, there's no doubt about that. Um, if we are going to achieve herd immunity, everybody needs to get vaccinated. It's not going to happen by the virus ripping through our communities. That's just not going to happen. And it's been discussed and looked at by experts over and over and over again. Um, it's been failed in Sweden, um, trying to achieve herd immunity by allowing the virus to, you know, do what it does. It's not going to happen. Um, there's never been herd immunity achieved by any other, with any other disease other than with a vaccine. So, um, you know, the anti-vaxxer movement has no science, scientific basis or merit behind it. Okay. Um, and they can be angry about me saying that if they like, um, but I am not going to give it any breath. Um, you should be getting your vaccine as soon as you're eligible for it. Okay. I mean, thank you so much for sharing. Knowledge is power, of course, and it's all about saving lives. I know, as you would say, a quality of life as well for as many people as possible. I, I do want to touch on this before you leave. You did say, um, of course, continue with the mask and social distancing. So for those who have been fortunate enough as yourself and some others who have gotten the vaccine, you're saying if they're listening to us tonight, that's not a clear all to say take your mask off and, and go back to the nightclubs and crowded dinners, right? <laughs> that, that's not a, not a – green light for that not yet um i'm not saying it never will be either um what i would say is that the data that came out said it was safe to take the vaccine that's number one can you you take it and safely take it yes and then two does it what the efficacy or the effectiveness in it preventing severity of disease and it prevents a, a severe form of disease in a less you know in in lower numbers but what they're looking at right now is can you have it and be asymptomatic and still spread it? That, by my educated guess at this point, is going to, you know, bear out that, um, no, you're, you don't become infected with it as long as you have the neutralizing antibodies. And, um, but that requires much longer studies and much higher numbers of people to be participating okay. in those studies to figure it out. Uh, a great start to where we are. Uh, prayers up, certainly, for the healing of this world and this nation as we continue to um, move throughout this global pandemic. Uh, we've got a board-certified plastic surgeon on. I couldn't let you leave without asking you about some basic self-care tips. Of course, uh, you see and, and, and work with individuals, men and women, on lots of different things. But any quick self-care tips, after all, to keep us looking as youthful as possible, Dr. Song? Well, I think from a basic standpoint, get on some good skincare. Um, you know, as far as cost standpoint, you know, how easy it is to do. But, um, you know, the earlier you start doing things, the longer you're going to have a benefit of looking younger and more youthful. So mm-hmm. start earlier if you can. Yeah. And water, H2O, any, any credibility to it, doctor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, water is always good for people. I mean, you know, uh, I don't think it necessarily makes you stay more youthful for a longer period of time. <laughs> look good, look good, look good while, you, you know, while you're doing it, so to speak. But, um, yeah, being hydrated is a good thing for sure. 
<laughs> Truth told. Thank you so much, Dr. Song. Always a pleasure to have you on. Before you leave us, share with our national and international listeners where they can find more information out about you or check out your great eye-opening article on domestic violence. Yeah, the, the article is on Blevity. B-L-E-V-I-T-Y. Um, my uh, website is Kalos, K-A-L-O-S, dash plastic surgery.com. Um, and uh, our Instagram is Kalos Plastic Surgery. Um, so there's lots of information and useful uh, content for all of you guys to learn more about these types of procedures. Got it. Thank you so much for keeping us informed here on Let's Talk America Radio. We're going to have to have you back on as we continue to navigate through all of this as well. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to yet another uh, eye-opening, groundbreaking episode of Let's Talk America Radio. Your award-winning program continues to highlight the trending topics you want to know more about. Stay with us. For more information, visit LTARadio.com. That's LTARadio.com. Or visit us on uh, the various social media outlets. We're out there on Facebook. LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, you name it, we're there. We're even on TikTok. Look for our name at LTA Radio. That's LTA Radio. Stay connected and stay safe. Dr. Song, always great having you on. We'll chat soon, everyone. Stay safe.